Listen, I love the wooden things we have in our house. We have wooden bowls. But I do enjoy eating out of them. I do enjoy the bowls. But then it comes to washing. You can't go in the dishwasher, oh. right? So I got to hand wash these little bastards. <laughs> so sometimes I'll go into the sink and there's like two metal spoons that I can throw in the dishwasher and then just a mound of lumber in there. And I'm like, man, I'm going to be here for a while. Great. It's my turn to do the dishes. And I'm over here jerking off these chopsticks and with a sponge and getting all the spoons, scrubbing a bowl. Oh, good. There's dried oatmeal in a wooden bowl. I'd love to put that in the dishwasher, but I can't. So I'm scrubbing the hell out of that. Trekking heavier traveling line. There's one thing that's right wherever I go. That's where I am. We are on. Hey, everybody. Welcome to This Week in Zoltan. I am Zoltan. This is my podcast. Uh, thank you so much for listening, watching, doing whatever you do to download. Uh, we just mash some treats into our faces. Uh, you got some... Before we even start, we have our first unofficial uh, sponsor of the podcast. Emma Basiri opened a journal business, safejournal.co. People are already buying Thank you. Uh, there's the link in the description, safejournal.co. Journal better, everybody. How do you like that read? I feel like I'm getting better. I love that. Yeah? You nailed it. I nailed it. This is a great website. Dang, yes, you Thank made it. Thank you. I, you know, I used to have a, a journal business. Did you actually? Called Green Journals. No way. No, you're 15 not. 15 years ago, I, I was... I was making, I would take old books that they were going to get thrown away, and I'd take the covers off, and I'd turn, spiral them into, like, sketch pads. Yeah, yeah, Wow. That's so cool. Yeah, but then I was like, ooh, I should do, I should get money. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a hobby, because I had, I had a contract for a thing, and I had a lot of time off. I had, like, six months off a year, so right. I was like, what could I do? So I started selling these books. That's so cool. Wow. At a farmer's market, yeah. Oh, wow. Well, look at you. I'll bring you a journal. I get made fun. I'll, if, I, if I find one, I'll bring... I still have them somewhere. They're in you storage You can do somewhere. a journal swap. Ooh, Green yeah. for green. These look legit, though. Thank <laughs> you. Mine were very much like I was cutting the paper myself by hand. Oh, these were handmade, handmade. journals. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. about to say, like, where in China? Yeah, Did yeah. you ship them in? No, no, no. We, uh... <laughs> no, apparently not. <laughs> he was doing it Etsy style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You, you were doing it farmer's market style. This was like pre... Like, this is like 2000... Seven, yeah, like the iPhone had just come out, so like it was just very much like at a farmer's market. There was mm -hmm. no, yeah, 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 no. yeah, there wasn't a social, but media. these are great. That's awesome. Are you getting too. your mug on the camera there? Oh, yeah, don't forget that people is. like seeing your face. Hey, bud, I'm wearing <laughs> all black, I'm just a floating head. Ooh. I got a lot of comments saying, Yeah, he is exactly what we expected, and we, <laughs> <laughs> we love seeing his face. It's either that or the opposite. They're like, Wow, yeah, <laughs> it's always a big surprise. Like when I used to, you know, you listen to radio. And there was a morning show in San Diego that I listened to, the Mikey Morning Show. And then I went to one of those radio events where they give away stuff. And then you get to see everybody. And you're like, I wasn't close at all. You sounded like a six foot eight giant. And he's over here built like Rogan, like kind of short, and but not in shape. And you're like, that's not what I was expecting. I didn't think it was going to be a, a worm on the radio. <laughs> it's just an uncombed worm. You just remember the quote, a face for radio. And then you're like, every time I've done morning radio to promote a show which that you rarely do that anymore but you go Almost. in and you meet some of these like long time 
radio host and you're like oh you've become the studio they like <laughs> it looks like their skin has melded into the desk and yeah. the headphones you used uh, to go look at their um headshots on the website yes and like you could like there was a guy like just their head popping out from a tree you're like oh yeah you're hiding you're hiding that body behind a redwood <laughs> but uh uh before i didn't want to forget it Big stuff, you know, Emma launched journal business. You, sir. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. You, I love sir. this. I love a good journal. I'm going to buy some. Hell yeah, you are, because everyone's supportive. People are already, the sales are coming in. They Emma are. and I are going to have to run home and start packing orders. Yeah. Uh -huh. Black I'm Friday gonna... sale, 25% off right now at savejournal.co. Hey, I forgot <laughs> to add that part in. There we go. Now we're cooking with grease. That's what I'm talking about. You buy now, we'll give you a free bottle of Flex Seal. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? You, you ever see those Flex Seal commercials? There's the, the big guy, and he's like this weird adhesive, and he's like, I can fix a boat with a hundred holes in it, yeah. and then he's just covered in Flex Seal, and he's in like the rivers. I made a boat out of screen doors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and his catchphrase is, yippee! He's <laughs> just like a lunatic. I always wonder if he has to do that in post, like the voiceover, because they make it look like he's wearing a headset while... Oh, on the yeah. boat, I'm sure but you is. don't hear any. That means he has to add in the excitement in a green room sound, like a sound studio. Yeah, I'm sure. Podcast space where he's just like, "Yippee, I'm in the water!" <laughs> and they're like, "We just don't feel like you're in the water. We got to take a take too." That's so funny. But uh, yeah, journal business, and then you, sir, got engaged. I did. Woo! Congratulations. He's off the market, ladies yeah. and fellas. <laughs> well, let's not let's not get crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Fellas are still on board. <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah, well, you know, every relationship's yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, congrats, man. You were telling me that, uh, what was, the, how'd you, how'd you uh, pop the question, as they so to say? So I had my sisters in town, and they were just like visiting for a trip Yeah. for fun. And I always told her that it would be a surprise. She would never know what was happening. And I, um, so my sisters came in to visit, and then they left Saturday but they just went to a hotel. Okay. And then, but that night before, we'd been like kind of drinking and partying all week. Yeah. And so she woke, she's like, she's like, I just don't feel good. I'm like run down. I think I'm getting a sinus infection. Oh, no. And I had had planned, like I'd bought us this big spa package in Jersey. We were going to like all day in these pools and massages and Aww. cold plunges and all this stuff. And then massages and then mani petties. I've also been gaslighting her for months, <laughs> which has been so fun. Like I never lied to women like hurtfully but like i was a very insecure for a very long time so sure. i would like gaslight women just to protect my own ego um is what i say now, <laughs> what I say now. <laughs> but i obviously like as i've gotten older i stopped doing that but it was nice to kind of like get back into the seat like, of, of like, gaslighting i'm lying I'm, I'm gaslighting women again but this is for a good cause <laughs> but then she just kind of canceled it bailed on everything for the day oh no but so she I, ended up not doing the spa stuff so she ended up not doing the spa stuff um and then i had booked all of her friends her parents my parents they all wanted to come up we had, she always talked about wanting to do a surprise party mm -hmm. so it could be so fun if like afterwards there's a bunch of my friends and we can all hang out so i booked this whole i booked i rented out the bar down the street wow and it's like the party's at nine and it was eight fifteen, and i can't get her off the couch oh my god oh she won't go <laughs> no she wouldn't go she wouldn't get and i was like throughout the day i was like what do i gotta like let's go to dinner what if we went to dinner like at a certain point around 7 30 i'm like what would it take for me to take you to dinner right now? Like, what she goes, and she she genuinely goes, three thousand dollars. <laughs> 
And uh, so I was just like, all right. Well, I'm already five grand deep into this thing. Dude. Why not? Yeah, maybe more. I'm sure. Well, I just made her take a COVID test at the beginning of the day because I was like, if I got to cancel this thing, like I got people. Yes. So I went 8.15. She's like, all right, I'm going to take a night while I'm just going to bed. And I was like, actually, stay there. <laughs> and I went into the room, and like, I, saw, I pulled out this letter that I had, like, somebody wrote for her. Oh. She's a huge fan of Jimmy Carter and Rosalind Carter, so I wrote to their estate, and they like wrote back a thing, which Whoa. is crazy because a week later, Rosalind died. Yeah, that was like um, the last letter she wrote. It might have been, yeah. You can yeah put or they that signed on eBay it. now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but she, so I gave her that, and then she was like, "What are you doing? No, no, no. Are you are you crazy?" You can't do this. I look like shit. I feel like shit. <laughs> and I was like, trust me, if I could stop this right now, I would. But there yeah. are there are wheels in motion that cannot be oh stopped. Yeah. So now you're going to have to chug some coffee because we're going to the bar. <laughs> and she's like, what? And I go, all, I was like, it's not a surprise anymore. All your friends are there. Your parents are there. We have to go. And she's like, she's like, oh my God, I got I got So she like started pounding coffee and then like, and then she made it. <laughs> so then it ended up being a really fun night. We got Aww. hammered and it was fun. Yeah. yeah but, That's but great. It was no longer a surprise. Well, like 20 minutes before it was not a surprise right because the whole day was a surprise but you told her you were going to propose well i proposed to her oh i wasn't doing it at the bar oh, yeah, okay. yeah it was yeah, always going to yeah. be private so i proposed right. to her and then we went to the bar uh, yeah. yeah you know what i learned you're Tell a very me. sweet man oh that's so sweet that's you know what that's that's good to hear after i just told you how much i used to lie to women so that's a, <laughs> that's a good i've come far he's <laughs> yeah. grown a lot again i mean we've all you know you've lied to men i'm sure you've you know you, you lie oh, yeah. to protect yourself a right. little bit i think yeah. i've never lied to anybody like in a heart hurtful way right but more in like a I don't want you to reject me, so I'm going to reject you by yeah, not yeah. talking to you. You know, that type of stuff. It's yeah. all walls and classic therapy 20s. talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic 20s that. until yeah. you hit your 30s and you're like, oh, it's me. It's <laughs> oh, y'all. Are these women that crazy or do I need to work on me? Mm -hmm. Did you ever have that moment of reflection where you go, oh, this is oh, me? Oh, God, it was me. Yeah. Yeah. They, they were all right. Yeah. <laughs> and they were all right. <laughs> yeah. I remember I wrote once one time I go, uh, I think I wrote a tweet where I'm like, sometimes it takes your next relationship to realize all your previous relationships were your fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you're funny. like, oh. Yeah. The the one common denominator in these patterns and relationships is me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think that's what it is. And then, and then you start going to therapy and yeah. you realize, oh, I kept everything in because we didn't live in our own home. That got real dark, but <laughs> like slowly. You, Is that you, do women have that same thing, where you go, "Oh man, I've been," but probably not, right? What? Where you like? Where you realize it's you, like it, you. You're part of the I pattern. Think so I think that's just part of growth. Like yeah. Yeah. the older. I think women get it. I mean, from my experience, women realize that earlier in life. And yeah. men realize it a little bit, like in their 30s, yeah, women yeah. maybe in their like late 20s. Because it, it, it does feel like a sign of weakness, like to admit oh, that yeah, it's yeah, you, yeah. you know, because that's, it's way, even though there's way more people to blame the other way, it's way easier to go, no, 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 it's all these people. Yeah. It's kind of like when you hear someone uh, gripe about whatever, whether it's their career or their life, and they're just like constantly blaming people, and you're their friend, and you're like, well, I mean, at some point... It's you, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know, like all these people can't be actively working against you. Right, the right, world right. really can't be against you. Some yeah. of this has to be you. Yeah. And then it's kind of like that, except relationship form. It always takes two people, I think. Too. That too, yeah, especially like... in a relationship, both have to work on you. Otherwise, then it's like imbalanced and yeah. it's all a big mess. Thankfully, you were more mature than me. So you took the lead on that and I've been <laughs> playing catch up. 
you know. You're doing I, great. I used to do relationships. The second that she would argue, start an argument, I was like, well, I guess this has reached its conclusion. <laughs> <laughs> I guess this relationship is over. <laughs> Time to stop replying to those text messages. Oh <laughs> yeah, it was bad. Yeah, that first real argument in a relationship really takes the sheen off of it, yeah, right? Because yeah, yeah. in the first, you know, like the first, the newness of the relationship, ah, ha, ha, and then the first big argument, and then you're like, <laughs> you know, who I thought, do I think I am? Oh, do you do you remember our first argument? Yes, I do. What was it? <laughs> She's got it tattooed <laughs> on her arm. The whole argument. I think, I think you said something that I mistook. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. I remember that, but I feel like there was something even before then, but I forget what it was. I, I, I don't remember what it was. It was like minimal. Oh, I remember. And what I it got was. super butthurt about it. Mm -hmm. And then I untagged you in a photo. And then remember that? <laughs> yes. You untagged me in a photo. And then I untagged. I was like, oh. And then I just like, and then you were like, hey, did you? And I was like, maybe. You know, like, <laughs> I, I was, I, tr I treated that, that, that situation like a 16 year old. No, I heard Instagram's going through an update. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I noticed on social media you did this, so I doubled down and went, so Oh, you think oh you think this? Well, how about that? Oh, huh? you want to tag me? I made out with your brother. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> when did you meet my brother? You know? I and have he, a brother. <laughs> I have a brother. Well, someone with your last name got about two and a half inches of my tongue, so we gotta talk about this. Uh but yeah, yeah, it was uh, uh, I think that's just like the commonality, just the growth in relationships. Like we found out this week, because we're both, you know, you're into your journal thing. You're always into like creating businesses and stuff. And this is one you're really passionate about. I'm always stuck in my head about stand up. Mm -hmm. I'm working on a script for a show I'd like to sell. So, you know, there's a, and we don't go to an office. We work no. around each other mm -hmm. all the time. And then sometimes you get excited about something, you want to bounce something off the other, mm -hmm. but the other person's working. And then we both realized, what, yesterday, mm -hmm. that we're both exactly the same. We're both equally selfish, yep. where we want to talk about our thing, and then we placate listening to the other person's yep. like success. Oh, really? Did you? <laughs> oh, the ads worked. And then I'll, I'll wait. I'll count in my head. One Mississippi, two Mississippi. Three misses. Jim Gaffigan followed me on Twitter. Like, and then, and then I bring up my thing. Waiting to, yeah, yeah. biding your time till you can speak. Yes, yeah, I yeah. give it three, and then she's like, I can see you counting in your head until you can talk about the thing you've wanted to talk about since before I said my thing. Mm -hmm. And then I pointed out, you do the same thing. Yeah. And then you're like, oh my God, we're both selfish. And then you said, we can never have kids. I'm like, this is why we don't want to have kids right now. Yeah. Because we're so selfish. And I, th I think that's what it is. We see people with kids and we see how selfless you have to be as a parent. Mm. And then I think I'm, I'm maybe you think the same thing I'm thinking. I look at that situation and I go, yeah, but when's the, like the me time? When when is there the time for me? You know, like I watch I go to run Prospect Park and every once in a while there's the parent with the stroller just jogging, pushing the stroller. And I'm like. With that, I'd have headphones in. Like, if that kid started crying or throwing up, it'd be like, I got a good stride going here, bud. We yeah. can't stop right now. I'm going for a personal record. And I would be so annoyed. And mm -hmm. it's like, when's it, when's it me time? Yeah. And then how do you achieve your dreams? Yeah. How do you How chase? does that work? I mean, I've seen people do it. Dustin Nickerson, he does it. Mm. Three kids and a wife, and he's achieving his dreams. But he, I know the kind of work ethic and mentality he has, and I don't have that. 
I don't know who this person is, but can I ask a question? Yeah. How much money does his family have? None. Really? No, no, yeah, he's oh, working class. Yeah, That's yeah. Good for him. Yeah, he does. They don't have. I think his wife comes from a wealthy family, but uh, she comes from a wealthy family, but they don't like. They don't have. They it. don't facilitate. They don't subsidize. So he's doing it all himself, which yeah. is why it's even more impressive. I know a lot of people that work hard. Right. But then. It's like, oh, that's because you have millions in the bank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're, you're off doing your art thing. <laughs> okay. Dude, one of the most annoying things is a poor person or just working class. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, was there more? <laughs> <laughs> no, but one of the most annoying things is like, especially coming up, is watching, like I remember living in LA, barely working all the time to make my rent and then showing up to shows covered in oil because I was changing oil at Sears Automotive. And then and then I'm watching like these people that I'm like, what do you do for work? And they would always be vague about it. They'd be like, oh, I do like voiceover stuff. And I'm like, what does voiceover pay? Like one commercial. And then you find out years later, oh my God, you're a Kennedy. Oh, that's what it, that's a true story. I found out Earl Skakel was a Kennedy. I don't wow. know if you know who Earl Skakel is, but I've heard that name. He I was think. very sweet to me. I'm, he's still my friend if he's watching. Hey, what's up? But like, I was always like, because he was just around doing open mics in like 07, 08 when I was living down there. And he was so kind. And I'm like, what do you do? He's like, yeah, I live on Sunset Strip. I get an apartment by myself. And I'm like, "What's your? what do you do? And he's like, oh, I have voiceover stuff. And then years later, I, I was watching something like, oh, yeah, he's a Kennedy. And I'm like, say that. <laughs> say that because I'm driving myself crazy, changing Stop. oil, going, how is everyone else making it in this town? Yeah. I'm over here struggling, showing up with grease under my fingernails, barely making it to this bringer show that I have to bribe a Norwegian tourist and coming into so I can get my five minutes of stage time after the girl in the cage. And I can't... Like, yeah, stop, stop saying your last name is Onassis. <laughs> Don't make me know history to know that you're rich. Uh, just because it makes me feel better. Like if, if they would just look at me, and this isn't picking on Earl, there's so many others where like just tell me, hey, no, 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 I have my dad's credit card. And yeah. that covers everything so I can go chase my dreams out here, which that would make me feel better than playing the guessing game going, what are they doing that I'm doing so wrong? Yeah. And because, yeah, I can't imagine how people do it in New York, which is even more expensive. You know, they have money. I know. I know people that have they'll post pictures of like, oh, I'm if you need your dog walked, I'm a dog walker. And it's like, no, you're not like what you're, you're cosplaying as middle class right now. Yeah. <laughs> you have deep pockets. Stop. Yeah. yeah. You're going to go back to your own apartment in Williamsburg. Please, please. Yeah. It took me 16 years to be able to afford to live in this town of comedy, of doing comedy. And then now I, we can live here and eke by. <laughs> but it took many years to get to that. Like, I don't know how I would have done it. I would have had to have gotten a job, which I have no degree of any, so it wouldn't be a good job. It would be a minimum wage job, sure. whatever that is. I'd be probably living with two Uber Eats drivers. And, and <laughs> You're describing the last, <laughs> until I met my current fiance. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like This is a real like trajectory of life people go down. And also, I'm not courageous enough to live with strangers. I've always lived with people I knew, at least through comedy or I've been lifelong friends with. I always hear people going, yeah, I met a Craigslist roommate. And I'm like, so you just slept with a gun under your pillow? <laughs> like, wh I, I wouldn't trust sleeping in the same. Mm -hmm. Who the hell is that guy? Yeah. You know? No, not doing any of that. But, um. But, you know Alex Pavone? Yeah. He, he has a great story about when he first moved here, he shared a twin bed with another comic. Oh, yeah. And they slept, they slept wide ways. So, like, they're both their feet off the bed. Oh, no. And they would just lay down. He would be watching, like, a movie on his chest, like, on his laptop, and he's trying to sleep. 
<laughs> it's ridiculous. I, you and I slept like that, but we, you know, we're we know each other better. Uh, <laughs> but I came back from that trip and I had no sleep this past weekend. We didn't sleep long ways. We slept traditional. But you were like trying to keep me awake because I hadn't slept. Oh, yeah. And then uh, you were like, no, if you go to sleep, it was like seven o'clock. Oh, She's yeah, like, yeah, if yeah. you go to sleep now, you're going to wake up at like four in the morning and annoy the hell out of me. Just stay up. And I go, I promise you, I will not wake up at four. I need a lot of sleep. And I ended up sleeping for 15 hours straight. Yeah. And it was best sleep ever. I woke up. I was in love. Just I was, I was already in love with you, but I was just in love with life. I was like in love with me. I was in love with our apartment. I was just so optimistic, full of joy. And uh, but you were like, well, I'm not going to sleep. I'm going to watch TV. I'm like, that won't bother me at all. And I found out you finished the movie we started, and then you watched the entire season of Selling. Sun. You stayed up for like five more hours. Oh my god! And then went to sleep. Uh -huh. It was incredible. It was great. Yeah, that's how it always should be. I. Speaking of the same guy, Dustin Nickerson, he said as a comedian, because people always assume we either get like so much sleep and he goes, it's it's the either end of the spectrum. You either get none of the sleep or all of the sleep. Yeah. So you either get to sleep for 15 hours on a Sunday mm -hmm. or uh, the night before I did a show, got back to the hotel at one, had to wake up at three to drive down to the Seattle airport and then couldn't sleep on the plane of course not. and then get back. And then even the day before I didn't get a full night's sleep and then the travel day to get there, I didn't get a full night's sleep. So I was making up for three days of sleep that sucked. I looked like a zombie, but that's how I can be comatose for 15 hours and just fully mm -hmm. catch up on the REM. I'm good for like seven to eight hours within a 24 hour period. Okay. So like I'll sleep a couple hours a night, take a little nap, oh. maybe two naps, then back, you know, so I'll get my seven to eight. But not consecutive. Sometimes it's it's spread out. I've read that's how we're supposed to sleep. Yeah. I'm into it. Yeah, I've read that like you're not so like humans aren't built to sleep eight hours straight. We're supposed to do like the cats do, like take little cat naps here and there Ooh. and just be up, essentially twenty four hours. But take probably because cavemen like hiding like this when you have a chance to hide from a pterodactyl, you you rest <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> I'm I sure that those periods were different, but I can't imagine that a, a caveman would want to be up at night. Because, like, I always think of all the times we go camping, mm -hmm. and then you're out there camping. Even once you light the fire, if the, if the sun goes down at 5, depending on the time of the year it is, like, I'm tired by 7 because it's pitch black. Yeah, but that's when you got to be on guard. Right, because of the wolves. Yeah, and, and bears. Wolves. Yeah. Yeah, someone's got to be night watch. And the aliens that are and there's need no... directions to the pyramids. <laughs> you know? I got lost on my way to building the pyramids. <laughs> or whatever aliens do. <laughs> It's so funny to think that, like, cavemen were around, aliens were coming down, and somehow that became the Bible. <laughs> somehow, eventually, people evolved, and they're like, those are angels, this is this, and then science and religion argue, even though they're both kind of on the same trajectory. I saw this great thing about how there is, Mars is blurred out mm. intentionally because there's clear structures, and they blur them out on all the maps, because if... If people on Earth found out that there was life on Mars, it completely eliminates religion oh. altogether. And they're like, we can't have that. How does it completely eliminate religion? Because it, it goes against everything about God, Jesus, Adam, and Eve. All that doesn't exist anymore because oh. prior to them, there was life on Mars, which eliminates the current belief. Oh, okay. Because I always thought that there was like a way to integrate scientific belief with religious They'll belief. They'll find a way. <laughs> it's too much money in, in Catholicism for them not to if, fix if, the story. If religion and science could just link up on the same opinion for uh, 
abortion and gay marriage, they'd, they'd love each other. Yeah. But then they, there's always that, well, I think in this book. But it's like, what if you Isn't go to... is all like Catholicism gay marriage technically? Because they're all, all these priests are technically married to Jesus, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know. <laughs> get, her, I, get, her, get her married. Or get whatever. Her married. <laughs> you can't be straight with all those candles. <laughs> nice robe. A robe, and they're very flashy. This looks, it looks very Ric Flair, Great American Bash, 1989, coming out with all Great this Great American fun. Jesus, woo! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, last night you went to sleep early and I stayed up for two hours watching pro wrestling from 1993. Mm. Slamboree 93 is what I watched. Uh, boy, the production value of WCW wrestling in 1993, horrible. In the opening segment, the announcers are doing it and the lights just shut off. And because it was supposed to go to a video package, didn't go to a video package, and then they're both just standing there in the dark. And I'm like, well, we have technical difficulties. And I'm like, I love, I love disorganized television, like anchor follies and, and things just going wrong. I'm like, ah, that's art right there. We've had very similar few days. I mean, Becca, we're talking about WWE and Vince McMahon all morning this morning. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. In what sense? The, the sex scandal? She has a she does a podcast where it's like talk, oh, takes yeah, down yeah, CEOs, yeah, yeah. and so that's she's doing an episode on Vince McMahon. And uh, she was asking me, she's like, "Do you want to like be on it?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." She said, well, "What do you know about Vince McMahon?" And I was just like, "Soccer style kicker." Born, you know, I just went right into the. <laughs> Soccer style kicker. <laughs> I just went right into the whole thing. She's like, "Wait, what? What? What?" I'm like, "Yeah, I know a little bit about Vince McMahon. Thank you." Vince McMahon is an impressive. You don't. You know a little bit you about. You know a lot. Him. I know a lot, dude. He. I know that current mustache needs to go. Oh, have you seen a recent picture no. of him? Ever so, he got ousted for a sex scandal. He was having. He was sleeping with one of his legal team, like yeah. this younger woman, yeah. and paying her off to like. Having you know condos, you know how old rich men are, uh -huh. and um, oh my god, yeah, that's his new look. <laughs> yeah, it's like Salvador Dali. Yeah, he. Uh, someone once said he looks like a villain uh, from like the '40s who just tied a woman to the train tracks, you know, <laughs> and just like sneaking off, like like one of those vaudeville kind of villains back yeah. in the day. Uh, yeah, but he, um, trailer park guy, his his dad. Do you know that about him? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He grew up in the trailer park like me, but he had this great, it was like a fantasy situation where he had a rich biological father. Or no, no, no. His his biological father was poor. His mother, no, I'm sorry. I'm saying this backwards. His biological father is Vince McMahon senior, senior. I believe, but divorced with the mother. But then when he was 15, went to go live with him. So he went from the trailer park to a mansion because mm. his father ran the WWWF at the time. Mm. And then later he was like, I want to buy this company. So he, his dad sold it to him for a million dollars, which he was able to pay off with revenue from the company. So mm. he didn't have to pay it off right away. And then he slowly started a wrestling empire by buying up all the smaller companies and mm. taking all their talent. Wow. And then became a worldwide phenomenon. Yeah. Everyone always uses that, that, image where he bought the company for a million and sold it for however many billions yeah seven crazy. billion to aeg or something like that or yeah, yeah, to, yeah. to the agency yeah, yeah the same agency WME that, or whoever it is that also owns ufc, UFC. right yeah. yeah so it's uh yeah well, it, incredible guy they're putting a movie ad on him i want to watch that but Sasha also, Baron Cohen's playing. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you want to be on the wrestling, yeah? 
bumbă clar. Puie așa. Ia buie ca așa. Asta e bumbă clar. I think was the guy that threw the phone at that woman on the train today. He was Jamaican. He had like a Jamaican accent. Yeah. We saw our first bout of subway violence. Oh. Yeah, he wasn't the, Jamaican anymore. Calls after that. You know what I mean? <laughs> because all right. We need a good pun. <laughs> I bet you if someone would. So quick. He's that's so quick. That's Mark Norman level. Bing. Uh, and I have the same bank account. Anyway. Hey. <laughs> you know. There goes the keys to my 07 Accord. Okay. <laughs> my 07 okay. Accord. <laughs> hey, at least it's an Accord. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's a four-door sedan. We're going to drive that thing to the ground. Uh, do it. Um, yeah. But yeah, we were. I, I feel like if someone would have yelled out that pun you just yelled, no one's Jamaican any calls after that. I think it would have really broken the tension in the train. Oh yeah. So what happened? These two were sitting across from each other at the other end of the train, and we just hear a thud like someone dropped a phone. Mm -hmm. And then this woman's like, "Hey, you just threw your phone at me!" And then she, and then this guy just goes, ah, 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 Jamaican. You know, I'm not an accent guy, but uh, <laughs> you know, he's yelling Jamaican stuff. And then uh, <laughs> he's yelling Jamaican stuff. Yeah, he's yelling Jamaican stuff, something about uh, you know peace and stuff. And uh, and then he gets the next stop. She leaves, and we're trying to piece the story together. We're like, do they know each other? Is this a domestic dispute? We find out these are strangers. Mm -hmm. And then she gets off the train, and he comes over, sits near us, and I'm like, damn it! Now my heart's palpitating because he's a big dude and he's checking covered in coats, checking them for more phones. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> how many phones? Maybe he's got a cricket account. He's got like 800 <laughs> phones. So they give them away. Um, and then he comes to sit by us, and I'm sizing this guy up. He's a big fella. Mm -hmm. He's a tall, tall, and he's wearing a, a giant winter coat. Mm. So I'm like, if I have to fight this guy, where do you hurt him? Mm. I'm already what's sized under there? Yeah, what's under? You can't hurt a guy mm. in coats. No, I'm only I only have body shots available to me. I can't reach his head, <laughs> and uh, so I'm nervous. Now my heart's palpitating. I'm like, Jesus, dude, this sucks. And then he starts talking to this other woman in front of him about that situation over there, just kind of muttering under his breath, but loud enough for all of us to hear. He goes, he's talking about like social services. He's like, we got all these social services in these cities, all with the Jamaican accent. So it's kind of fun. Uh, <laughs> but he's like, we got all these social services and people are just, listening like, I, maybe I am racist because <laughs> I am enjoying this. <laughs> but uh, racist with a fun well, sure, sense. Fun like, racist. I, I, yeah. Like I would rather, if I'm going to hear something violent, I would rather it in a Jamaican accent than like a Russian accent. Oh yeah, like yeah. a cold Russian. Yeah, yeah. I kill everybody on train. Like, dude, <laughs> that guy's gonna kill everybody on the train. Yeah, one of those accents you can reason with. Yes, <laughs> you can't with a Russian. <laughs> you, no, that guy's daydreaming about being shirtless on a horse. Like, dude, that guy's got his own dreams going on. Uh, he can't hear you over the glass he's chewing in his mouth. <laughs> it's too loud. You can just see in a Russian's eyes he's never hugged his child like, like that's just not <laughs> never met they, him no i never met him no he's being raised by wolves in siberia uh but so anyway he's muttering about people on their phone smiling living their life and i don't like that and that's apparently why he threw his phone at mm -hmm. this woman because she was just smiling and texting in her own world mm -hmm. and then but this is where we learned something this is something i talked about before the woman now across from him I guess he's making eye contact with her, kind of muttering the story, mm -hmm. and she smiles along and agrees full-heartedly. She's like, absolutely, you got to tell him, sweetheart. And I'm like, that's how you deal with trouble on the subway. Mm -hmm. You agree, and then you're like, see, now we're friends. Next time some lunatic comes up and goes, 
I don't know, what do lunatics say? I, I keep thinking of the Dove Davidoff joke where he's like, how am I supposed to eat soup without an envelope? Like, yes, because <laughs> he had a joke where he's like, if someone would yell something crazy to him, he'd yell something crazier, yeah. and that would creep them out, and he'd leave. So someone was muttering, and he'd be like, how do I eat soup without an envelope? And then the guy walks off, and I'm like, that's a great line. And uh, But yeah, you just agree and then diffuse. Mm. That, that first lady never had a chance because she didn't know what was coming. But I, I just replay that situation. Hear the thud. What the hell? And then he mutters something, and then your voice just goes, "Guess Jamaican won't be Jamaican anymore." Calls, <laughs> and then all the tension in the train breaks, and they just both hug. See, I'll be, I have the, I have the. My advantage is that I'm a big guy. Yeah. So like, if I do say something, I have a little bit more of a, of a bereave a uh, moment in his in time to like for them to have to consider what they're going to do next absolutely you know because if i say it they might go okay if i <laughs> yeah know? if i say it it has to be really funny because yeah. otherwise it's not going to diffuse the situation remember the, my dan bublet story that i told you uh with that he broke up a fight new year's eve oh, at yeah. the comedy club dan bublet is a little fella short, shorter than me he's bald and uh he's he's a he's a quirky little fella and we were uh and he was wearing like a dunce cap, like a cone Happy New Year hat. And this was at a comedy club a few years ago, but on the patio after the New Year's Eve show, everyone's hammered and these two guys start fighting. I don't even know how it started, but I just saw them grabbing each other, punching each other. And then the owner comes, George, and he goes, hey, break it up, break it up. He breaks them up and they're separated for a second. They look like they're about to jump into it again. And that's when Dan doesn't even realize this is happening. He's in his own head. He dances in between them. Like, in between the gap they made, he just comes through, like, <laughs> that's the dance he was doing. Both those guys saw that, looked at each other, and just started laughing. That's great. And he had no idea. He just diffused an entire situation by oh, he looking. He was fully oblivious. Full, he was just dancing. Through. He'd just come from the parking lot. He's going back into the party. And he, hears, he hears the music. He's like, hell yeah. And then he just goes through. Pardon me, fellas. <laughs> Dude, comedy could diffuse any situation. Yeah, yeah. I feel like if you sent New, New Year's Eve Dan with the hat, with some music right through Gaza right now, we could defuse that whole situation. <laughs> Two people, and then, and then the Israeli army would be like, we should really come. You know down. what? Let's cease fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's cease fire. We're missing the little things in life. But did, yeah, I, did you see that Joe Biden uh, birthday post? No. no, it was his birthday, and there was a big cake f with flames flying out of it, oh and so many candles. And the first comment was, "Even your cake wants a ceasefire." <laughs> 78 million likes. What a great line. I know. That is so the good. highlight of whoever wrote that. That's the best thing He's I'll ever do. He's framing that yeah. and hanging it in his office. Yeah, He's like, did you, did you see the comment I made back five years <laughs> so ago? I. If I get four <laughs> likes on a comment, I'm post, I'm, I'm posted that's, a screenshot. That's my favorite thing. Sometimes we'll see something on Instagram and one of us will come up with a good comment. I'm like, put it up. And then every once in a while, we'll check how many likes it got. And I go, yeah, look at that. That's your proudest moment. Came in slick, you know. Still do comedy, not enough attention. I need, yeah. I need, I need hearts on a comment under a video I am not related to. Oh, I yeah. used to do it for different brands and like companies and stuff. I would be on their social media, making fun of people for them, and that was the greatest. That, that was the greatest like job I ever had. them. Yeah, like someone yeah. would talk shit, and I'd be like, "Well, look," and I'd go into their profile and look for like a photo, and then post it and be like, "This guy's saying that." Like, really fun stuff. And that was like the highlight. It was like a six month period where it was like the best money and the best comp fun I've ever had. The, I, I think a lot of people don't 
think about the comment they're leaving and what their profile says about them. Yeah. Because that's usually the easiest thing to shoot yeah. back on. Yeah. Like the, the my stick shift joke mm -hmm. that has now gotten a million views, but only because there's so much hate in the comments from mm -hmm. guys that love cars. Yep. This guy's this guy left a comment that said, Who's this lady on stage? <laughs> and I was like, damn, that's pretty good, but I'm angry. And so I look at his profile picture. It's a picture with him, a gun and a pickup truck in the background. And I'm like, how many of how, like I, it's amazing how many overcompensations you were able to fit in such a small profile picture. <laughs> and then mine got more hearts than him. And I'm like, yeah, that's dude, how you, you like won. that? Yeah. You like that? You like getting ratioed, bro? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, it's fun to leave those little comments. You're like, yeah, people like that comment. That's where, <laughs> that's where it is. It also shows um, how social media has led to the downfall of society. Oh, we're done. The fact that my video is getting pushed to a million views more than once. This isn't the first time we've posted it. Just because of the hate in the comments. Now you take that and you put it towards something political or social, and the algorithm must be smart enough to analyze that the comment section is all hate, and that's why this video is getting pushed. Maybe we dial that down. Maybe we dial that video down, because then it just pushes people to post things that encourage... Uh, uh, conflict yeah. and then we take that into the streets and some jamaican guy throws a phone at a lady on the train mm -hmm. you know did i just solve the world you might have i think i think, I, I, think yeah. I did zoltan 2024 that was a weird way to say you hate china but we're <laughs> we'll just blow by that <laughs> well, i mean well china well, like tiktok in china is all like math engineer it's like stem right. yeah but here it's but they're not the uh, instagram isn't run by the chinese that's us and so is facebook and we still you know and twitter i mean Twitter's run by a lunatic billionaire, and that that just leads to dissension. I wrote I wrote something positive that got retweeted uh, by a friend of mine who has a big account, and then because it was something positive and because it's Twitter, people had to dissect it in the comments. Right, like, right. actually, this is stupid, and you're the worst philosopher of all time. And I was cool. like, all right, man. It was Mister Rogers' quote, so why don't you take it up with him? But I love a quick when someone tries to get you in oh, a comment. Yeah. Just a quick reply. Just says. Hell yeah. Because <laughs> there's like, what are you going to say? I like Harding. What, like yeah, when yeah, they yeah. say something bad, they're like, Whoa. Sick, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Give them the, I don't know. We have to be nice to people, but at the same time, it's hard. Because sometimes, especially this time of year, like we're flying back for Thanksgiving tomorrow. And um, this is like the season where people that don't travel, travel. Mm. And so on my flight back, I told you about this, uh, 6 a.m., I get, I'm on the aisle, and this woman who's sitting in my aisle, she's putting her bag up above, douses me with Dr. Pepper. Nice. Head to toe. Head to toe Dr. Pepper. All, I didn't even realize it was. I was just on my phone, and now I'm covered in liquid from all, it's raining down. So I'm like, was her jacket wet? And she tried to jam it up there. And I look up, and it's a Dr. Pepper bottle that wasn't fully sealed. And she's just like... Oh dear. And she can't stop it. Like once it started, so it's just raining. And I'm like, what are we doing? And then she quickly pulls back, douses the guy across the aisle. So he got a little too. And I was just, I was like, of course this would happen. You don't fly. You yeah. fly once a year. You're going to go see your family. And at 6 a.m., you savage, you're drinking Dr. Pepper in the morning. Seriously. Like, Is there yeah, any let's, caffeine in that? I don't, what are you doing? I'm, I'm, I a was Diet thinking, Coke. 
sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's the limit in sodas in the morning. <laughs> Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper, you're, God, you're a sociopath. Did you, did you forget? I hope you remembered to lock the storage unit you live in, you <laughs> white trash. Like, what are you doing? A can of Dr. Pepper? <laughs> Couldn't even get a bottle? <laughs> bottle of Dr. Just rain down. And I was like, I guess that's better than hot coffee, right? It didn't singe me. I was just covered in sugar sure, if you water. Want to take for... the high road. <laughs> I, I was trying to. Think I guess you could have been ashen. <laughs> you know what made it worse? She, she was very sweet. She apologized, and then she sat down. She's like, "Oh, that's a horrible way to start a trip." And I'm like, "I'm on no sleep, right? <laughs> this is before I got my 15 hours. This is one of the reasons I needed 15 <laughs> hours." And she's like, "I'm so sorry." And she handed me what I thought was napkins to wipe it all up, and then I'm wiping it all up. And then when I hand it back to her, it's her handkerchief. She gave me some ancient booger rag to clean off the sugar water she doused me with. And I'm like, I crash the plane, dude. Cra I hope this flight goes down. And as it goes down, she's like, you know, we just have a moment where she's like, we're dying. And I'm like, and I'm sticky. And I'm sticky. Yeah. Like, the, both of these things are, are your fault. Even anyway. just like. Someone that's like, when you get main one or comfort plus, and there's somebody in the aisle, early boarding, mm -hmm. that doesn't know how to get out of the aisle. They're oh, taking yeah. their time. I'm like, you're being upgraded. Yes. You fly. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> get in the seat. They turn around. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you sorry? Yeah. Or are you banned? Dude. Get off the plane. Get off the... Also, why? there's so many things. Stop getting up to get stuff from the overhead. You get one. You get one. You get up, you get something out of the overhead, you sit down, and then obviously you have to get back up at the end of the flight to put it away. I get that. Both flights there and back, I had an old dude on the flight out there who I think was on cocaine. He could not sit still. And I'm trying just to... Just hopped up on Dr. Pepper. Just hopped up on sugar. He's like, <laughs> I had Dr. Pepper at 4 a.m., like a lunatic. And then, so he just kept getting up, grabbing stuff. And it was one. Of, I was in Delta Comfort, humble brag, but it was the one where the wall's in front of me, so you don't have to get up yeah, as yeah, the yeah. person, thank God. But he's, he keeps climbing over my legs to get up there. And I'm like, what? Just bring the bag down. What's in there? Bring the bag down. And then on the flight back, there's a dude in the front who had a duffel bag. And he would keep bringing the duffel bag down, opening it in the aisle, bent over so we get full, you know, anal sphincter access. And then he grabs what he needs, sets it up, puts it back. He did that four times Aww. on the flight. And I'm like, just keep the bag with you. What are you working on? There's nothing. I found out that why you're not supposed to have your phone, why you're supposed to put your phone on, I thought it was On airplane bullshit. mode? Do you know why? No, yeah, because it messes up. No, the, why? The tower. Yeah. When you're taxing and trying to take off, that's it. Yeah. I, the, there was a guy with, I was leaving Nashville last week, cowboy hat, gym shorts, worst combination, and he's on the phone just making business deals, which none of it made sense. <laughs> Like, it was all just like, well, that's what you got to do what you got to do. It was just He's platitudes. Like, I'm telling you, cowboy hats and gym shorts. Yeah. It's going to be all the rage this winter season. And then the flight attendant kept coming up and says, sir, we're taxing. You have to get off the phone call. He's like, I will. And she's like, you're going to get off now because we, could, we can't, the tower, man. Like, that's why we wow. asked you to do this. And he's like, oh, hey, man, sorry. I think I got to go. I was like, oh, you think? <laughs> you think? Uh. 
he high-fived me because I, I caught somebody's uh, earbud that was flying down the aisle. I grabbed it. He goes, nice snag, dude. And I, I just looked at him, and I looked away. I, like, no acknowledgement. <laughs> I was so happy about that. I was so pumped. This is a pretty sick snag. You're a loser. Dude, when you drop a... You grabbed an earbud. You grounded. coming down the aisle. Yeah, I saw you, him. You, you, you picked it up like a grounder. That was a first base. Threw no to the deal. first base? Yeah, it was yeah. first base. Got the I got, I got, They used to call me Scoop back in the day. Dude. <laughs> it's because I love ice cream. It's Those little gifts in life make yeah. you feel high on one time i dropped an ear but it bounced i caught it on a one hop and it was like I, was, I did a trick down the street <laughs> and then i put it back in my ear which i shouldn't have but it was such a smooth move they just went boom 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 and i was like did anyone see that can i be a story someone tells at thanksgiving for the love of god you get because... a call to replace chris angel at the luxor <laughs> like, what the hell did i just do <laughs> this guy's amazing. This is the coolest I'll ever look in my entire oh, life. Oh, yeah, he can walk down a ladder perpendicular, but can he catch an earbud? <laughs> can he one bounce an earbud right back into his skull? And I then don't... you'll have days where you trip over everything. Dude, that's oh, yeah. most of my days. <laughs> most of my days are that. Remember that time I tripped? When we were very new, she was still very surprised how often I would trip sure. walking down the street, and she would laugh at each one. Yeah. Like, each time she'd be like... <laughs> Just point and laugh. <laughs> it was just so often I couldn't believe it. Yeah, you're like, I've never met anyone who doesn't know their feet like you. And I'm like, it's not even me. It's the city of San Diego has a lot of uneven mm. sidewalk slabs. And you Was just, everybody tripping? Nah, I mean, I mean, yeah, okay. I think All everyone right. knew where their feet were going. Nice shot. Nice yeah, job. Yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> I, I trip a lot less here. I will say that. I think you were just nervous. No. Aww. Well, maybe. But do you remember going, we were going on an apartment hunt for you. Mm -hmm. And we found out that the guy who was showing us the place was a guy I knew. Oh, yeah, yeah. Remember that? I remember that. And he was like a guy that used to do comedy. And we just had this moment. I'm like, oh, hey, what's up? And then we're going to walk into the place. And I trip. And you turn and just go, ha! <laughs> you just like in front of this guy that, that I know, but not that well. Makes out with him. Yeah. <laughs> well, this guy's steady on his two hooves. Let me give him you a just little laugh. <laughs> That's how I got you. I made you laugh. Uh -huh. Was there ever anything early that I did that was cool that made you go? <laughs> oh, yeah. We like, but this was in San Jose. Oh, when, when that guy we, recognized yeah. me? That was perfect. Isn't that great as a comic? When that was perfect. You get recognized in front of people you because you, yeah. you don't care, but when other people see it, you're like... Yeah. It was our first yeah. time meeting. Because I didn't even know you did comedy. Like, yeah. I didn't even know you were a comedian, and then we're walking, we're crossing the street, and someone stops you and says, hey, are you Zoltan? I was like, what? And then I did a very cool, what's up, man? And then... <laughs> Slept them a cool 20. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I said. I, I, she was like, what What was that? I'm like, yeah, it happens sometimes. <laughs> Ugh, sorry, I'm just trying to go out to eat. <laughs> These fans. It won't leave me alone. <laughs> and then it never happened again. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I think the next time it happened was like three years later. Yeah, yeah. It used to happen when I was living in Atlanta because it's a small, smaller town. Right. And you, I, you'd get recognized all the time. Right. Never again. Well, I stepped out. I stepped out of Metro Atlanta, and everyone's been like, "Hey, you, you get out of my fucking way." Oh, sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. I apologize. Yeah, yeah I think. Uh, every time I've been recognized since then with you, it's been cool, but also not that great. Because yeah. like no one, like the I've been recognized twice since moving to New York, but neither person knew my name. They just went, "Oh, you! You're the guy that does comedy, right? Yeah, you're the guy that does comedy, right? Cats or something? Yeah." And then I go, "Yeah," and he's like, "I don't know your name." I'm like, "You didn't have to add that part in." <laughs> Man, you're doing so good. Yeah. <laughs> 
and then so it was like recognized but also with a little put down at the end so it was good <laughs> that was the only time i was ever able to come off like like mr cool guy in front of you yeah you weren't there for the earbud one hand Mm-mm. skull move that you would have been like <laughs> which one be more home. impressive to you probably the ear yeah, yeah, yeah dude, that's so talented because you drop it you feel like a doofus but you one hop it right back into the lobes you're set for life the best recognition i ever got was somebody thought i was zach brown the oh. uh, famous country singer yeah if i wore a beanie i look very similar and i was going into a seafood restaurant with my sisters and my girlfriend at the time and someone was like oh my god you don't have to wait come right this way and i was i was a comic so i was like I'm out of here, baby. And that's not why. Three people came and checked my ID. Three <laughs> they, people. They did. They sat down. They're like, oh, just for drinks. Like, it's not him. Yeah, it's not him. <laughs> I was like, cool, cool, cool. Shrimp cocktail? Thank you. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's a stage name. This is his real name. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, the, the guy, I think I've told this story to you, but one time, because there was a time when that video went viral with the cat jokes mm-hmm. where I was getting recognized more and more. And to the point where I could almost catch it before it happened. Like you could see someone eyeballing you, you're like, oh, I'm about to get recognized. And I was at the LAX flying out somewhere and I was on my phone and there was an older couple and they just kept looking at me and I'm like, it's about to happen. And then the guy comes over and I'm like getting myself ready mentally. I'm like, just be polite, everything's gonna be fine. And he's like, excuse me, sir. And I'm like, yes. And he goes, your uh, flashlight's on your phone is on and you're blinding my wife. <laughs> so I just like immediately brought back down. I was like, ah, all right. Well then, I apologize. You had it ready as a flash just in case someone wanted a picture? <laughs> I was like going to do a, yeah, yeah, come on in. We'll take a selfie. Yeah, no, no, no. You're blinding my wife. I'm about to punch you in the head. I don't know why you're smiling about it. Why are you looking so cheerful? Uh, but yeah. I think are we ran, we're running up on an hour there. We're at about 50, just closing in on 50. Okay, cool. Well, uh, let's see. I took notes. Spilled on. Oh, yeah. Do you, and uh, we noticed this. Did you? Are you taking notes in your savejournals.co? Yeah, oh. Oh, this is on, uh, <laughs> no, this, this is the notes app. 25% off right You know now. what? I should be Black doing Friday. I should be taking notes in the safe journal. You should. And then it could be on here and I can flip through the pages. Next week, I'll hook you up. I would be using the journal wrong, though, if I did that. You because are. it's supposed to be a journal for your thoughts and feelings and you organize them and you flip you back. You can use it for whatever you want. Yeah, but I'll use it for, I got spilled Dr. Pepper on, mm-hmm. on a Delta flight, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> Well, I wanted to ask you this because you're in a couple. You're in a relationship. Yeah, unfortunately, it's <laughs> in a relation. In a relation, as our friend Jesse Egan would say. Uh, we have noticed this since moving to New York, how couples here just don't hold hands. There's oh, no yeah. like public display of affection. And we do. We hold hands. We'll like link arms. And we'll just notice that no other couples do. And is it uh, the only assumption I can make is that you look like a mark. <laughs> if you do that, like like people are like, yeah, let's mug them. Maybe. I think it's because of one of two things. One, because you're taking up too much sidewalk. Like okay. you've now created like a bigger, wider person. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, or it's just like you're you're cut too much movement and you gotta split and about you're moving around too much, so holding hands just doesn't be isn't efficient. Right. Um or you just don't love each other. I think it's that. That's a, that's a I think one. a lot yeah, of yeah. New York couples don't love each other. Me, like, and my, me and Becca hold hands going down our street sometimes, but then after that, it's like, all right, mm. get off me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think well, it's more of just a 
just you're just moving and you're cooking yeah. a book in too uh, much, you know. I think holding hands is a very West Coast thing. I think it is because you have more room and you're not in a hurry, mm-hmm. and there's sunshine and you're just more in love out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I've seen you and I are the only couple I've ever seen on the subway laughing and talking and enjoying each other's company. I'll see other people that looks like they don't even know each other. And then they'll get up and they'll make eye contact and then they leave together. I'm like, oh my God, they're married. <laughs> they're married. And they just sat next to each other like, like I don't know this person at all. They're just in my way meet. And then they leave like, no, no, no. They've been married 25 years here in the New York City winters. And uh, I feel like you and I just show way more affection than most, most couples in yeah, the city. I feel self-conscious when we hold hands in this city. Yeah. I feel like we're being judged. Because usually well, the party old- is being judged because you're just like a basic straight couple. <laughs> <laughs> I know the only thing we have is we're interracial. Mm. That is all we have going. Otherwise, we would be an even more basic couple. <laughs> That's true. And we're immigrants. And we're immigrants. Ugh. We're actually yeah, I know. Gross. If it wasn't for this complexion, <laughs> we'd be a Netflix couple. All yeah. right. Yeah. Or if I if I was like a they them or something like then we'd be a real Netflix couple. <laughs> But, yeah, I think the only other couples other than us that show affection are the really old couples. And I, it looks like they just started because I think they know the end is near. Yeah. And they're like, might as well give this hand holding a shot. <laughs> <laughs> might as well show my wife a lover. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just think New York is just it's too much, too fast. It's too, too fast, fast paced to be mm. hanging on to each other. That's more of a Check practice. back in three years. Are you guys still holding hands? Yeah. We'll find out. Yeah, the only time our hands are touching is when we're fist fighting on the subway. <laughs> <laughs> That's when we're throwing down. Hit that subscribe button to find out, get notified when you know we what? find out in three years if they're still holding hands. That's going to be, I'm going to open a Patreon, and the Patreon is going to be the, if you want to see the real inner workings of my relationship, <laughs> we're going to set up GoPros in the house and watch when we argue about how I loaded the dishwasher. <laughs> Why'd you put the forks in the front? Or how and, do you wash wooden spoons? Oh, yeah, that was our last. We have a bunch of wood listen i love the wooden things we have in our house we have wooden bowls we have eight thousand chopsticks like high-end yeah chop these aren't these aren't delivery chopsticks these are high-end woven first of all i'd like to say if you don't own a wooden spoon you're missing out on life okay it brings you so much joy it does you know what i do enjoy eating out of them i do enjoy the bowls but then it comes to washing it can't go in the dishwasher right so i gotta hand wash these little bastards (laughs) so sometimes i'll go into the sink and there's like two metal spoons that i can throw in the dishwasher and then just a mound of lumber in there and i'm like man i'm gonna be here for a while great it's my turn to do the dishes and i'm over here jerking off these chopsticks and with a sponge and getting all the spoons scrubbing a bowl oh good there's dried oatmeal in a wooden bowl i'd love to put that in the dishwasher but i can't so i'm scrubbing the hell out of that and then Wait, how do you scrub yeah, you know, to get the angle. You got to get your shoulders into it. It's shoulders, elbows, you got to have good posture. I got so into it, I just actually switched the camera. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Feet shoulder width apart. You got to get in there. That's and then funny. apparently I don't rinse it enough because then the next time you'll use it, you'll be like, oh, I couldn't eat this. It tastes like dish soap. And then you throw it back. <laughs> you don't rinse it properly. Yeah, so last night I'm doing the Draw dishes. Draw the fireplace. <laughs> this is useless. Get this lumber out of here. Explodes. You came up to me. Yeah, just fire me. <laughs> been washing it with pure alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> Rub, rubbing it down with, with whiskey. So I'm, why not to clean it? I'm sorry. I'm using the soap that you use to wash oil slicks <laughs> off of ducks. Like, I thought it would be the best one. Uh, but, 
Yeah, I'd be scrubbing that. And she goes, you got to rinse these longer. So now I got to hit the chopstick <laughs> and then run it underwater for like a five count to make sure all this. It gets into the pores of the wood. It's a, it's a, do you have reusable straws? Yeah, we do. Do you have the little we don't. pipe cleaner? You know what I, we used to I didn't to know those a, were for cleaning stuff. I always thought those were just for bowls and bongs. They're actually made for like cleaning stuff. I thought it was I, for arts and crafts. Yeah, arts crafts. I thought they were hobo well, Q-tips. <laughs> like right, you got to get that hobo grime out of your lobes. But the we we used to have one and we lost it. Yeah. And so now what I do is I dribble some Dawn soap on the end and then I just run it through and then I put it in the dishwasher. Oh. And then so it gets a double run through. Do you ever look in, into it like this? I you ever get one to. of these numbers right before you use it? You see a little crust down there, you're like, oh, this is going to be a bad drink. <laughs> then you got to like throw that out. Every once in a while, you'll make a smoothie and you'll use those straws. And if we don't wash that straw immediately, immediately when we're oh, done, yeah. we got to throw that straw that. away. Yeah. There's like frozen bananas and crap stuck in there. You're <laughs> like, you're not getting that. It's spot welded in there. <laughs> that's how they, that's how COVID started. Anyway, I, I think that's the show this week. That was a hot finish. We ended strong. Mm-hmm. A lot of times I feel like we peter out at the end. We hit it all. No. Top to bottom. Power humped you with comedy. Uh, thank you for listening, downloading, sharing, subscribing. Go to my website, ZoltanComedy.com. Sign up for my email list. Check out my tour dates. Buy a safe journal at SafeJournal.co. Cheers, everybody. Trekking heavier traveling life. There's one thing that's right wherever I go. 